Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. I'm in a hateful mood right now, Scott. I'm in a really hateful mood. I hate hate. I hate hate. Do you I know hate, I hate. have I have an unnatural Alright, this is a question I had, and this is what I thought about recently, and I don't answer phone numbers I don't know anymore. Why don't I answer them? Telemarketers. You know, people call, they want to sell me stuff, they want to improve my health insurance, they my want car insurance. Money. They want my money, they want to say they want to talk about my health insurance. I don't have your health insurance anymore. Don't call me anymore. Alright. Why then? That's a question I want to bring up in the show. You tell me. There's probably an obvious answer, but why is there such, such an, an immense hatred for telemarketers in this country? Like well, everybody, just like everybody would love to just strangle a telemarketer. Like the, if there's any kind kind of right lynching that would go on in this country, people would say telemarketing. So okay, so let's just let's just throw something out there for the listeners. You don't speak for me on this. There's lynching. You like telemarketers? I don't. It's not that I don't like them. They're just doing their job. I didn't say I. I wanted a lynch. I'm saying the the idea in this country of most people, that, like when it comes to like the everybody can agree on. There's one thing, one thing everybody can agree on in this country, and that's they hate telemarketers. That is the one thing. Well, listen, we'll get into this country and the hatred this country has and the lynchings, and we'll get into that later in the show. But right now, I don't hate telemarketers. I certainly don't like them, but I don't hate them. I they're they're just doing their jobs. I mean, does their so job sitting, suck? So, so yeah. you're sitting watching the game. You're watching the game. You know, it's a tied game. You know, just a few minutes left. You're on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. All right. You're like, oh my god, this is amazing. You get a phone call. You don't know the number, but you always answer those phone calls because I you do. think it might be important or not. You're on the edge of your seat. They're about they're about to hike the ball. About the height, height the ball, hike the ball. Okay, hike the if ball. If that's the term, they're about snap to, the ball. They're about to. Okay, you say snap. Okay. snap I, the ball. I've always heard it as hike, but whatever. You, okay. Um, they're about to snap they're the ball. Interchangeable. You're you're ready. All of a sudden, you get a phone call. You're like, I guess I better pick it up. Somebody could be dead. I don't know. So you pick it up. And you're like, Hi, is this Scott Malanke? Yes, this is him. Hi, I'd like to talk to you about your health insurance, about how we might be able to improve uh, on your on your rates and everything like that. Like, like, yeah, you got a few minutes, and also you look away, like, oh my God, that was the play of the season. If you missed that, you just missed everything. That was the play of the year. Come on. Well, if they're if they're concerned about my health, they'll probably I'll be more concerned with my team scoring that touchdown. That's- but I'm saying you looked away. As they were snapping the ball, and you missed the play of the season. Realistically, At that point, I probably wouldn't have answered. And if, you know if that what? scenario verbatim, what you just said, I probably wouldn't have answered the phone. But I'll play along. I'll play along. Um, yeah, I probably would have give. I would probably have said, "Hold the fuck on, I'm watching this play." That's just me, though. I'm a dick. So um, I don't hate telemarketers. I, I, they're just doing their job. It gets annoying, certainly, when they call you at the at the worst possible times. But yeah, I, any, here's my here's my other question then. Does anybody really fall for the telemarketer uh sale? Like does anybody ever sit there and answer the phone, hear a telemarketer say something like, "Yeah, sure, I got I got a few minutes." It's like answering the door to a Jehovah's Witness and be like, "Sure, come on in. I'd love to hear what you got to say." Like I do that too. But you do it ironically. I do that too. You do that to mess with I've them. Got, you do it to mess with them. On my road, a mile down the road from my house, there is a uh 
I don't know if it's Jehovah's Witness or Seventh Day Adventist or one of those ones. And they used to come knocking on my door all the time. And and I I never invited them in because God knows they could have been vampires or something. You never invite a vampire into your house, Adam. But, but I stood there in, in the threshold of the door and, and had some conversations with them before. And, um, yeah, they stopped coming <laughs> because they just, they, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good for them. I'm not, I'm not what they're looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, I'll fuck around with these people. People want to give me a phone call. I got to start thinking of some stories and I got to start, I got to start like creating some background exactly. noise and stuff like that and, and give these people a story. Like when they, when they call, like just, I just got to think of something, I guess. And maybe they'll stop calling me. Yeah. Yeah, I use I I just don't pick up honestly. Here's here's the way I see it. If it's important enough and you're actually calling me for something, you'll leave a voicemail. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> it was a this is a rubber band, right? It was a rubber band. Okay. Yeah. Listen, was... he had a, he was playing with a rubber band. It flew in the air. I saw it out of the corner of my. Yeah. I was like, is there a fucking bat in here or something? Like what? Yeah, it, we, honestly, are, we are broadcasting live from the bat cave. It but... looked like a moth or something just floating around <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Big ass moth. I, I took a picture at work recently of this huge fucking moth. This thing was Mothra. This thing was like Mothra. It was huge. Like you could literally see into its eyes. That's how big it was. You could see its furry legs. Like it was furry. It was hairy, and it was brightly colored. And the thing was ridiculously huge. I saw that thing like last month or whatever. It was insane. I took a picture of it. I think. You'll have, to, you'll have to share it on uh, to share Distractions it. Facebook. Yeah, it's an insane, it's an insanely huge moth. Oh well, Adam. Good, 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 bad things have both happened lately. I, uh, I celebrated a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday! I was gonna say happy birthday, yes. sir. I am thirty-three years old, and, and nothing ever works out for me on my birthday. First of all, it's when this is being recorded. It, it's late August. Summer is winding to a close. School is starting for all the kiddies across the country. And that's right around the time of my birthday. I can't tell you growing up how many times the first day of school was on my birthday. That's the fucking worst, man. I hate my birthday. My birthday never really works out. So didn't really do too much this year. You know, my daughter was sick on my birthday. Typical. Typical my birthday. That's the price but, you pay for being a dad. Yeah, so... Your birthday is no longer yours anymore. So, I went to the zoo today, the Pittsburgh Zoo. That was fun, but uh, I know how you feel about zoos, and you know how I feel about them, yes. so... You're a big fan of animal imprisonment, and I'm Viva La Resistance. And that's so, fine, too, yeah. yeah um, I'll be starting school soon, too. Oh, yeah. As of right, as of right now, the recording in two days... I will be starting school. Going back to school, sir. You need that knowledge. Yes, you I need, do. You need to know not to pronounce the knowledge. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be a computer science major. I'm going to be a scientist someday. Good science. Maybe you'll stop fucking up the sound on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got. I got an I got a new laptop finally. It's a very nice laptop. By very the way. nice. I love this laptop. Actually, uh, very nice processor on it. I, for whatever reason, whenever I set up my equipment and I use a new computer, it just fucks up all the time. It just messes up, and I got to play with it just to get it set back up. I don't do this stuff at home. 
because it requires pulling out of all the recording equipment out of my bag and setting it up somewhere, and it's a pain in the ass. So I figure I'll just waste your time instead of mine. So, but it's set up. Hopefully, it sounds good. Listeners, you'll have to tell me if it sounds good or not. So, um, but anyway, br- bringing up school, I do want to mention this real quick. <coughs> um, since I will be going back to school, my schedule is going to be hectically busy because I'm going to be a full-time student working a full-time job as well. So I want to let everybody know, usually our upload days are about Mondays, Monday-ish. Um, if I'm really busy, it might be on a Tuesday. I'm going to try to go back to our original upload time of Sundays because Mondays, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen on Mondays. No. It's not going to happen. Like, I'm literally going to be... Because I work at the school that I'm going to, I have to take classes during the middle of the day, so I have to clock out, go do a class, clock back in, then i got to make up that time. So I'm going to be there until, like, later in the day. And then Mondays I have, like, a computer lab at night. So I'm not going to be leaving, honestly, that place until... 30, 9 o'clock at night. So at that point, I'm going to be dead tired and just not even going to be worried about it. Either that, or I'll edit while I'm there. While I'm hanging out there. You know? We'll see. But more than likely, I'm going to try to go back to Sundays. If not, we're going to switch it to Tuesdays. Let your people know. Well, good luck to you, sir. Good oh, luck yes. with your educational endeavors. One of the classes I'm taking is French. Taking oh, yeah? A, taking a French class. and <coughs> Have you ever taken French? No, I took Spanish in high school. What the what are you taking French for? I, you know what? It's like I'm at default right now because even if I took Spanish, I'd have to start over anyway because it's required where I'm going that you have to take a language for a semester, but it's like in a more advanced language. So if I don't know any of the language, I got to take the like the high school level classes and I would have to do that anyway for Spanish. So I figured, fuck it. If I'm going to take something new, I didn't like Spanish. Take French. Well, I took French in high school. It suck. Uh, yeah, I wasn't very good at it. It was, it was, it was... Don't tell me that. You tell me you wooed the ladies with your suave accent. I'm French. My family's French. So I thought, oh, how fucking hard can it be? Nope. <clears throat> nope. Think again. I took French 1 and I took French 2. And I said, you know what? I'm not taking it anymore. So, well, I'm my schooling in- required two years a lot of people say, oh, I've done two. I might as well stick it out for French three, French four. Not me, man. I got my two and I bounced. That's how I was at uh, Spanish in high school. Yeah. And I took It required three years of language. And I took three mm-hmm. years and after that I was like, I'm not doing my senior year. Fuck that mm-hmm. bullshit. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm stuck in French. I, the way I figured it is, my mom thinks I'm stupid. She thinks I'm dumb. She's like... If you're not speaking English in this country, more than likely you're speaking Spanish. Because, you know, down by Mexico and Texas and California, there's a lot of Mexican-Americans, a lot of Mexicans that speak Spanish down there. So more likely you're going to come across somebody like that. And you're better off taking Spanish and learning that so that you know, like, how to maybe communicate with them. And I'm like, I could do that. Or I could take French, learn a lot of French. And then if, you know, whatever company I work for decides to send me overseas, like France or something, I'd be like, I speak French. I, you know, I, I know a little French and I can go to Paris instead of Mexico. So that, sir, is what we call a pipe dream. <laughs> you you got you to plan for the pipe dream. I'm dreams. taking French one first time in my life. Maybe I'll go to Paris when I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take French for like two years, though. That's a thing. 
Like, I'm going to have to do it that way. Because, like, the first couple classes aren't going to count for shit. It's not going to count for anything because it's just me getting the groundwork so that I can take the actual class. It's going to count for anything. So... We'll see. I'll be. Sp- I'm gonna speak as. M- You're gonna see me speaking as much French as I can, just so I can remember everything. So, beer of the show, brewski of the show. Okay, so we'll give we'll give a little shout out to my buddies over at Westside Beverage in, in Hubbard, Ohio. Uh, very very near to my house. It's it's kind of my go to place. They've got a pretty good selection of uh, craft brews. You and I took a little field trip before we started recording over to West Side. Oh yeah, and um, you picked this beer out for tonight's show. So yes, I did. It is tell the, us about it. it. Is the I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this name. The Lily Koi Capola, Belgian style white ale brewed with spices and passion fruit from the Avery Brewing Company. Where is it located? Um, I don't know. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. I had to look for it for a second. Boulder, Colorado, yes. The Avery Brewing Company. And why did you pick this one? I picked it because there's a big tiki man on the cup front of it, and it reminded me of, what was the Nickelodeon game show? Uh, Oh, uh, Omek. Omek, yeah. uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. It reminded me of that, and I saw that, and I'm like, yeah. I almost said guts, but guts was different. What, 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 what were the colors? It was like the orange, orange iguanas, orange iguanas, green monkeys, green... purple parrots, and the silver snakes. Boy, <laughs> wasn't there a fifth one? Was there a fifth one? I thought there was a fifth one. Ja- yeah, red jaguars. Yeah, red jaguars. Oh boy, <laughs> don't front on me, man. I, I know my nineties Nickelodeon was, game shows. I always when I watch those Nickelodeon game shows, I always have fantasies that I could do that someday. Maybe someday I'll sign up for that and go go and do that. And I was like, which team would I play for? Which team would you go for if you had to be on Legends of the Hidden Temple? Hands down, without question, silver motherfucking snakes. Really? Dude, they run <laughs> shit, dude. I always Those thought temple guards come after and they kick them right in the nuts. I dude. always thought I would either be a red jaguar or a purple parrot. You would, faggot. <laughs> Silver snakes own you, man. I would Silver Snake the shit out of you. You know what? If I'm a parrot, you gotta catch me out of the air, but snakes can't fly, bitch. I'm up there with Toucan Sam just <laughs> eating Fruit Loops and just making fun of you guys. Well, I'd, I'd own that show. I'd plop my dick right in that big stone bastard's mouth. <laughs> he won't be, be able to do nothing. <laughs> what are you gonna do about that, bitch, huh? <laughs> Silver Snakes, bitch, for the, life. The lost episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Did you know apparently they made a movie? Like a TV movie about that show? No, like about it, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I heard about it. I didn't actually do the research, but I heard they made like a TV movie about that show. But it was meant to be like... <clears throat> it's meant to be like really realistic. Like kids are lost in the woods and they have to, you know fight their way through this temple to, like, survive or beat the end or some bullshit like that. It was, like, overtly serious for, like, the 90s or whatever. And, yeah. And I guess, like, the host played, like, a side character in the movie. Because what else is he going to do with his time? I just... I I like that show. Do you remember Guts? <coughs> yeah. They had Guts and they had Global Guts. Remember Double Dare? Double Dare. Yeah. Double Dare, but... I used to watch the shit out of those all those shows. Yeah, Mark Summers was the host of Double Dare. 
But uh, Mike O'Malley was the host of uh, Guts. And they had to climb the aggro crag at the end. <laughs> they were a bunch of bitches on that show. I'd have owned them. I... Let's bring it back to you, Mo. <laughs> Remember Car- where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes. I would have run. I would have run trains on that bitch too. <laughs> I would have been all over the map, I, literally and figuratively. I'd have been all over that bitch. They could have given me like the hard countries. They would have been like. Oh, Carmen Sandiego's over here where she's getting butt-fucked by some guy in Eastern Europe. Bratislava, bitch! Here we go! I've I, been all over that I got game. a game for you that you might be addicted to. It's called GeoGuessr. And it's basically this game where it takes Google Maps and you get, like, a random Google Map area and you can, like... You know how, like, Google Maps, you can travel down the road with the Google car and you can look at the surroundings and stuff like that? Well, you get these... Um, these maps but they didn't tell you where it is you got to go down the road and you got to look at the signs and the cars and the surroundings and you have to guess on a map where you are and the more close you are to the point the more points you get sounds stupid <laughs> you're the traveling man yeah but you're not traveling you're looking in google maps it's I- a it's a casual game that you play in your off time while you're watching your kids yeah. like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for a little bit be here in the show Beer of the show. So we'll have to take a picture of this can and post it onto, yes. onto our social media because you think it looks like Omek from Legends of Hidden Temple. I don't actually think it looks like Omek, but it reminds me. Reminds you of it. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, it's, so. kind of, it's definitely like a Polynesian. Yeah, it's, tiki. it's more like it's more like, a, like you remember from the Brady Bunch, the, the little tiki idol they had. That they the Brady thought, Bunch movie? Yeah. The, Brady, Brady's Go to Hawaii, that one? Was it that one? Or was it one of the, or was it one of the episodes? There was a there was a Brady Bunch where they went to Hawaii, and I can't remember if it was like a series of episodes, like towards oh, the that end was like of it. The movie that was the, well, no, the, the shitty nineties movie. Well, no, the movies were really like self aware, and I don't think this was like a self aware. I think it was like a serious vacation where, but like Greg or one of the little bastards had like a. It was probably tiki- fucking Greg. Let's be honest, he was a son of a bitch. Well, he had a tiki torch or a tiki idol that like a little like it was like a necklace. And they he would wear it, and whoever wore it, bad things would happen to them. So it was like the curse of the tiki, you know, idol or whatever kind of bullshit. Yeah, like that. So sounds it looks, like, that sounds like something Greg would get himself into. It looks it looks something like that. So it looks more like that, well, I guess. So you picked this one out. Why yeah. don't you go ahead and rate it first? Um, I like it. It's it's not heavy. It's a very good summer beer. Um, you can definitely taste the passion fruit. It's very fruity beer. Um, a little watered down. I would say it's a little watered down, but it's not. It's not too bad. Um, it's definitely a nice casual beer. You could. You definitely feel like this is the kind of beer where you get in a glass and you get a little slice of wedge on the side of it, and you're sitting on the beach and drinking it. This is that kind of beer. Um, if I had to rate it, I would give it four, four, four out of five. Four out of five. It's a, it's a good beer. It's a good beer, and it does what it says: spices and passion fruit. You know. All right, my turn. Um, <clears throat> I used to have a rule, and uh, it was probably when I was kind of beer ignorant. I used to be pretty beer ignorant, and then I'd become more of a beer snob. There was really no in between. And then you became a beer asshole, and then a beer douche. Well, I- Sure, and then you came okay. back, and then you rolled it back around and came back to snob. If the shoe fits, I suppose. But there was never in between. I was never just like, 
your knowledgeable beer drinker. I was always like, oh, fucking Natty's the best. Or I was, fuck you for drinking that shitty beer. My beer's the best. I, I was I was one extreme to the other. So, yeah. So th- I used to have a rule back then where I said, you don't fruit the beer. I said, you never fruit the beer. Don't fruit the beer. Later on, I found several beers. We've had them on the show before as beers of the show that are fruit-infused that I've really enjoyed. So I've amended my rule about don't fruiting the beer, and I like a lot of fruity beers. Adam, I'm reverting back to my old rule, don't fruit the beer. Not a fan. It's a little too tart for me. I'm not a big fan of the tart flavor. In Fanners, it does say on the top, tropical and tart. I taste so. the tropicalness and I taste the tart. They're not wrong there. And when you first taste it, the tart definitely hits you. Almost like has a, a smoother aftertaste, which normally aftertastes I'm not a fan of. I actually like the aftertaste of this beer better than the initial taste. Um, I still don't like the tartness, but it's not horrid. I can definitely muscle it down. But... Um, I'm going to give this a 2.75 out of 5. That's the most asinine rating. That's my beer snob. That's my beer asshole. I didn't I don't think I think it's better than a 2 and a half, but I don't think it's a 3. So I had to go right there in the fucking middle. So that's what I'm going to give it. Not a huge fan of this, but I'm going to drink it. Fair enough. So, was it the Avery Brewing Company? The Avery Brewing Company in Boulder, Colorado. They're Lilikoi Capola. Please correct me if I'm mispronunciating it, because I'm not studying how to speak. Is it... Do they call it Hawaiian? What do they call it? Polynesian? Polynesian? Is that what they call it? I'm not studying to speak Polynesian. I'm studying to speak French. So. Like, that, that that's what he is. Like, Kanye West is not endangering people's lives and treating his fans like shit. Justin Bieber is drag racing drunk down the street. He's spitting on his fans. This this girl, as he was driving by, all his fans were, you know, waving stuff like he was in the backseat. This girl threw her the flag of her country. This girl threw her the flag of her country into his driver. He picked up the flag, looked at it, and just tossed it back out. Instead of just keeping the fucking flag, just let it sit on the fucking floor. Like, the girl was like, this is the flag of my country. You know, here, take it. You know, Justin yeah, I don't Bieber. Want people throwing trash in my car. Either. Really? Are you going to really do all that bullshit? Really? 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 you going to be like that? He... Literally, he did this at a concert. People were screaming. You know how concerts, people get loud and they cheer. They cheer and stuff like that. He literally said, if you guys don't be quiet and listen to me, I'm not going to do the concert. He wanted to He wanted to talk and preach about some bullshit for a second. And they were cheering like, yay, Justin Bieber. Like, they weren't cheering like, get on with the show, you fucking asshole. He was literally, they were literally like, yay, we love you, Justin Bieber. He's got Bieber. a microphone and they don't. We love you, Justin Bieber. And he was like, if you guys don't shut the fuck up, yeah, I'm not gonna, we're not going to do the concert. Like, who does that? He's Justin a, Bieber he's does a, that. He's a, he's, the Biebs. He's a shitty person to his fans. He's a shitty person. Yes, Adam. He's a shitty person. So any song that he uh, that has the name Justin Bieber attached to it is immediately garbage. Immediately garbage. Don't care. And you're entitled to that. I don't like a lot of his older stuff when he was like, 
a little prepubescent boy singing baby baby I did not Oh you like prefer it. you prefer I prefer current JB You prefer all the heavily edited shit that hasn't doesn't oh, really happen that really edited, doesn't yeah. yeah Okay as far as Despacito goes it is not his song it is it is originally um I None of guy. those are his songs cuz he didn't write them all first of all I'm talking about the original version of the song was not him He was featured on the remix and he sings part of the original song. He sings like in the all remix. the fucking song. He it's sings his, a lot of it's yes. basically his song at that point. But it's not his song. He's still featured Justin Bieber. It's it's not his song. He's it's the remix. It's the remix. So for him to not know the song, I kind of slack. Then he can't fucking claim it as a song. Then no, because when he sung it in the studio, but he, does he claim probably it did as line a song. by line. He can, but he does claim it as a song. It's okay. If you're that wealthy and you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of money off the song, learn the fucking song. It's not his first learn language. The fucking song. He's Canadian. But it's Spanish. Let's be honest. It's fucking Spanish. It ain't that hard to learn the fucking song. You know Spanish. You no. took it in high school. Yeah. Now you're taking French because I didn't because I didn't study because I didn't study Spanish because I wasn't gonna make any Here money off Spanish. French isn't that hard. I want you to be fluent in French. You have no idea how much. I want much... you to be able to sing motherfucking Frere Jaca on a track. We'll fire that up. We'll put a beat behind it. And yeah, yeah, challenge accepted. Yeah. Challenge Jaka. accepted. You're gonna fucking rap Frere Jaka, and we're gonna we're gonna kill it. Challenge accepted. Okay. That is a challenge accepted. Heard it right here, there. folks. Like I will. Frere's motherfucker. Frere Jaka. Frere Jaka. Dormez-vous. You mean to sing? Dormez-vous. <laughs> I can I can get that far. I can get the rest of the way. I already know that bitch. <laughs> I already know half of that bitch. So. I love my Alexa. There's like five words to that fucking song. So I, I, I got my Alexa for my birthday. I love it. Yeah, but, I love it. It's 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 like man. being on a starship starship Enterprise and saying, "Computer, Earl Grey hot." Yes, love it. Big so, fan. I'm gonna I I'm officially gonna get one of those things. I can I'm use gonna it. I'm actually gonna look online and see right now if it's still on that sale. Let's see if it's still on the sale. It's still on the sale. So we got real light. We got real lighthearted. We started the show on an upper note. Until I brought we up JB. Started the you are show. not a believer, yeah, you my know friend. What? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, no. Start the show on an upper note. Um, just Bieber, nothing personal gets you. Just don't like your music. And you're kind of an you asshole. You just say it was you know personal. What? No, it's not personal. I just, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to say I don't like his music. I'm going to say I don't give his music a chance because he's just an asshole in real life. I don't give people a chance who take, who take what they were given... And you know, just you know, just kind of slog slog along with it. They don't appreciate. They don't appreciate it. They slog along. The slog. Yeah. Um. Just a couple generic assholes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, we started on an upper note. Beer yeah. the show. Nice little, nice little argument. Sure did. Um. But I feel like we have to address the giraffe in the room. The giant fucking giraffe. Yes. Um. Now we're a little I've, late to the party on this. We are. It's uh, we, I. We. I. wanted us to after this event happened. I wanted to get together and record like a an addendum to the last episode so we could talk about it. We didn't have time to do it, um. So our schedules didn't add up. So we're gonna talk about this now. We're gonna try to be. We're not. We're not gonna try to go at length. We're not gonna try to talk about it for like an hour, hour and a half, or anything like that. But I feel like if we didn't bring it up and we didn't say something about it, then it would be a disservice to the people that listen to the show. Because we've talked about this kind of stuff. We've talked about controversial issues. We've talked about politics. 
we try to avoid it as much as we can, but when things like this happen, it can't be avoided. So, we're, we want to talk just briefly about the event that happened at Charlottesville. The massive protests, the two sides against each other, the horrible, horrible, horrible injuries and the deaths that happened at Charlottesville. It's it's a horrendous it's a horrendous thing. It's it basically proves if anybody had any thought that there was no racism left in America, it this proves that there is racism still left in America. There's still racism left in this world. We are taking dramatic steps. We're, we definitely have taken a lot of great steps forward to saying we don't want this in our country and we, we don't want to be out about this, but this just shows that America is a racist country. No, I wouldn't say America is a racist country. I'd say there's still a good portion of the country that is racist. I would not... I don't tend to throw everybody under the bus. Like, I will not throw every single Republican and conservative under the bus because of what these individuals did. Now, what I will say this is I do not agree with what the president said, that there was many good people on that side, you know, just because there were some KKK members and neo-Nazis over the protest doesn't mean that they're all to blame. But I'm going to tend to agree with a lot of the other talk show hosts that have come about and say there's been three three in particular I want to bring up Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon had a very very good monologue, couple just a couple minutes long where he was just he was real emotional about it. Stephen Colbert, of course, had a very lengthy monologue but just as funny. Um, Stephen Colbert is a national he's amazing. Treasure. He, he's he is. Um, Jimmy Kimmel is I think the one that I agree with most when it comes to this. Um, and I can't remember if he was the one who said it or Stephen Colbert, but the way I the way I look at it is that if you're there protesting, if you want to protest the takedown of these monuments, fine. That's your right to Talking protest. Talking about the it. Confederate, <laughs> the Confederate War monuments. monuments. That's fine. That's perfectly fine to protest it. It's your right to do it. You know, freedom of speech, all well and good. What I'm going to say about this though is if you're at a protest and you decide you want to stand up for your for what you believe in and then you look to your left and you see a bunch of KKK members screaming down with Jews you will not replace us we will rule the world and then you look to your right and you see a bunch of neo-nazis waving the nazi flag and talking about like white supremacy and all this bullshit I don't I don't care what your argument is you need to get off that side of the picket Guilt line. by association. You, I'm like, and I hate, and I hate to say it that way, but if you don't immediate, those are two, those are two groups. Neo Nazis and KKK members are two groups that you cannot associate yourself with in any way, shape, or form. I don't care what they have to say or what you have to say. If you're staying in the same picket line as them, you're guilty. Okay, you're guilty of white supremacy because that's what they're all about. And you know, you you can make the argument. That they took over a picket line. You know, we wanted to have our own protest and they just kind of showed up and took it over. Then you need to tell them they need to get the fuck out of there. Uh, and if they don't get out of there, then you need to get out of there because you're going to be associated with them. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. You're going to be so, like, <clears throat> it's kind of like this. Uh, the, the swastika, for example. Swastika is known today as the Nazi symbol of su- white supremacy. That's what it is known as today. Originally, its origin story date back to like 
Hindu and Indian religions, and there it's like a symbol of like peace or something like that. It's never going to be associated with like that today, so that you need to get over that. Same thing with this. Like, if you're going to be associated with them, you're going to be associated with white supremacy. Get over it. You could say the same thing for the Confederate flag. I mean, there's people. I hear the argument all the time. <coughs> oh, the Confederate flag represents heritage and it represents, you know, the the war was fought for states' rights. That's a bunch of bullshit. It was fought for states' rights to keep and own slaves. That's what it was. I mean, you're not wrong by saying the Civil War was fought for states' rights. But the state wanted the right to keep slaves. And the federal government outlawed it. People need fucking history lessons. The Civil War was about slavery. Plain and simple. Therefore, that flag that you use your, quote, heritage, was a flag that represents slavery. And that flag has no business being 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 celebrated and that's what it is that's what it is it makes me sick i see it all the time and the worst part is adam you and i live in pennsylvania pennsylvania north of the mason dixon line pennsylvania was part of the union we were not confederacy here um and these people who drive their pickup trucks today in pennsylvania that I'm assuming are from here because they have Pennsylvania license plates and they have their giant Confederate flag. They probably, what is, what part of their heritage is that flag? Nothing. They're using it for the hatred. That's what it is. I, I, I can't stand it when I see that flag flown. And, and the, the Nazi swastika, you're right. Even worse. And, and when you saw Charlottesville, when you saw the protests from the alt-right, those are the two flags you saw being waved around. And and that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, I, I was I was sickened, <clears throat> sickened by this. And for the president of the United States of America to come out and say well, before before we to do. say that there are there were good people on both sides and both sides are to blame is a bunch of horseshit. No, Adam. No, there were zero good people on the alt right. Before we get into what the president, before we get into what his comments and his statements are. Whether you are somebody who believes that the conf- the Civil War was about keeping slaves, or you're somebody who whose view of history is that the Civil War was about the government getting too involved in states' rights, regardless of how you view history, what matters is the Confederacy was a traitor to the United States. Right. That's what it is, okay? Whatever your view on Robert E. Lee was, whatever your view of that, he, you know, deep down he was a good person. The only reason why he stuck with the Confederacy was because he was from the South, and whether he agreed with what they said or not, he led the South because that's his heritage. Whether you whether you believe that or not, it doesn't change the fact that Robert E. Lee was a traitor to the United States. And you know what? History might tell a different story if the Confederacy had won the Civil War. If the Confederacy had won the Civil War and the United States was divided in half and we had the South, the Confederacy, and the North, the United States, history might tell a different story about that. But it doesn't change the fact that him and the Confederacy were traitors. They lost the war. They were traitors. They tried to divide the country in half and the United States won. They won. So for the for there to be in this kind of infighting in the United States where people are saying, why can't the Confederate flag fly underneath the American flag? Why can't we have these monuments, these southern leaders from the Civil War? Why can't we have this? Why can't we have that? 
it makes no sense. They were traitors to the United States. The Confederate flag has no business flying under the American flag. These monuments have no business being in public settings and public buildings, right. parks, anything like that. I've said this before many times. I think we've talked about it a lot, too, in the past. Um, these kind of things, you've said it before many times. You use the Indiana Jones meme all the time. These things belong in museums. They don't... I disagree wholeheartedly. There's a lot of videos that go out where, you know, they they topple the statues right. and they hit the ground, they crumble, and right. you got these, let's say it, millennials, you know, or next generation millennials or whatever you call them, that jump in the middle of it and they start stomping on the statue and everything. No, that's not right. That's absolutely not right. I'm, I don't know how you feel about Scott. I'm going to come out and say this right now. That's not right. These hmm. statues, these things should be removed and put in museums, put in stores, whatever. They should not be destroyed. But unfortunately, I like it when you and I argue. But I completely, I completely agree with you. I'm, I, I, I'm a, I like history. I wouldn't call myself an expert or a history buff. I'm even, I'm even less than you. So. I enjoy history. I, I don't pretend to know everything. I've been to Gettysburg three times. It's I enjoy it there. I, I like reading and learning about different wars, and I just don't think. These monuments to like to traitors, like you said, should be in places like parks, on court in courthouse yards, in government buildings on those front steps. They shouldn't be there. Places where taxpayer dollars go. Put them in museums, places like that. Private property, whatever. Private privately owned museums, yes. I'm fine with that. If you want to go pay your money to to see them there, but they shouldn't be out in full display, like I said, celebrated celebrating these traitors out in front of everybody where, where my taxpayer and your taxpayer dollars go. No way. I mean, you, I've, I've, I've read a lot of discussions about other people in other countries and other, a lot of people are sitting there saying like, yeah, like this whole thing that's going on in the United States is crazy, but like, I don't understand. I've always wondered my whole life, like why this even exists in the first place? Because like, if it was my country and you know, there was a bunch of rebels and traitors and stuff like that, we wouldn't be, you know, trying to honor them in our country. We'd be like kicking the fuck out. Like, right. like we would, you know, just take these minds. It, it like, there's people that other countries that say it fucking baffles me that there was even this in the first place. Did you know it is illegal? It is against the law in Germany, in the country of Germany to fly the swastika, the Nazi flag. It is against the law in Germany. Even on private property? Yes, it's against the law. Is well, well, I mean, Germany... I think, I think they Germany's, have them in museums. I Germany think spent museums. 70 years trying to trying to clean up the mess from what Adolf Hitler made. Like, they've been they've been spending 70 years trying to make the rest of the world forget, hey, we weren't really part of the <laughs> World War II, so... you talk to people and you meet somebody from France, oh, we're, I'm French. If you meet somebody who's from Italy, oh, I'm Italian. If you meet somebody from Germany and say, I'm European. Yeah. <laughs> they, they try so hard to disconnect themselves. Like, it's a crazy, like, but that's true. Like, I mean, I guess it's one of those things you have to question, like, you know what? I'm not even going to question. I was going to say it's one of those things we have to question how, how far is too much freedom of speech, but I'm not even going to question because the second you start questioning that, then it becomes a slippery slope. To when you know we give it a free speech, so I'm not even going to question that. But I'm this whole controversy is bullshit. It's a bullshit controversy. If you were picketing on the side of the neo Nazis, whether you were the one that started it or not, you got to step back and realize if KKK members and neo Nazis are on your side, you're on the wrong side of literally history. Yes. Literally, 
you are on the wrong side of history. All right? Literally, you are on the wrong side of history. Not just on the wrong side of your opinions. You know, everybody complains about the liberal millennials, and you hear all the conservative Republicans talking about the progressive liberal millennials. And I, I, I complain but, about them a little okay, bit. Okay, that's fine, but but look, look at this. We have a whole bunch of conservative right-wing people that are fighting to keep their participation trophies <laughs> up. That's what they are. Like the Civil War, are there a participation trophy? But you can't, you but, you, but you can't blame all right wing conservative people for that. Like, what was it? Um, Ohio's governor isn't he? Cons- John Kasich. Yeah, isn't he uh, Republican? Conservative? Yeah, no, he's not. Very, well, he's moderate. I, I, he's conservative on certain issues, but even he can. But I'm, what I'm saying is, like, even he came out and said, "This it's deplorable the way the president reacted to it. It's deplorable. Like he should have instantly, you know, dis dis." disavowed what these white supremacists and these KK like there was no there was no reason not to do it well, well I was I thought it was really fucking hilarious when he had the the meet the, the little uh, press interview and Matt Lauer was like so you're saying all this stuff are you gonna lead the charge you know you know get get the get the right wing to you know try and straighten up the president are you gonna lead the charge and he had this two seconds of hesitation and he was like well, you know, I mean, you know, in reality, you know, he is our president and, you know, we should support him, uh, you know, and try to help out and things like that. Like, he backtracked on that so quickly. I am in no way, shape, or form a John Kasich fan, uh, but compared to Trump, I would vote for Kasich a million, million times over. There is speculation, as we know, John Kasich ran in 2016 in the Republican primary. He lost to Trump. There is speculation that he may run again in 2020 <coughs> and challenge the sitting president in the Republican primary and possibly if he loses run a third party which would split Republican I don't know if that's going to happen or not but there is speculation I've, I've read that a couple places I we've also heard that from uh, uh, the CEO at, at Disney, who's also a Republican, yeah. the same thing. He may challenge Trump in the in the primary. So I wholeheartedly, before we get into talking about the president's reaction, um, I wholeheartedly implore everybody, whether you're conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter. Take a look at Jimmy Kimmel's reaction to it it's it's basically like it's basically his video is titled his solution to deal with president trump or something like that it's like a 12 minute video you'll have to post a link to it on our social medias it is the most moderate of the reactions you could have jimmy uh jimmy fallon's was real emotional stephen colbert was super democrat liberal like against the president jimmy kimmel's probably the most moderate still like just definitely disagreeing with trump but the most moderate of the reactions. So for those of you people that sit there and say like, oh, these late night talk shows, they're all just part of the liberal agenda and everything like that. Jimmy Kimmel's, I, no matter what, where you s- see yourself on the spectrum, most moderate reaction, take a listen to what he said because he gets it. And it's a perfect way to explain it. It's a perfect way to explain it. Like, I, I agree with him. I totally agree with him. A lot of people that voted for Donald Trump were voting for somebody because they wanted somebody different. They weren't necessarily like, they weren't white supremacists, they weren't racist, they weren't, you know, all this other bullshit. They were just somebody who was caught, caught up in the act and they were looking for somebody different. They were sick of the agenda of all these other politics, Hillary, 
was the most politician of all the politicians. Now, I agree she would have been better than Donald Trump at this point, but she was the most politician of all the politicians. So they were like, we don't need one of these, just another one of these politicians involved. Like, nothing gets done. Like, you know, everybody's getting left behind. And they got caught up in the act of Trump. And, you know, he's he's not a he's a businessman. He's not a politician. He's going to shake things up. He definitely fucking shook things up, let's be honest. But, like... I totally agree with him. I get it. There are people that voted for him that were just caught up in it. And some of them may be like, okay, I, I regret voting for him. Like, this is crazy. This is kind of insane, but they're not going to come out and admit it, admit that because a lot of the very far left wing liberals are going to hear that. And they're going to just point fingers like, ha ha, we told you, we told you. And they're never going to admit that. So here's a, one of the last things I'll say about it, because it, how 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 much further can you beat a dead horse? <clears throat> if you can look past and you're okay with this hatred, with this racism, with if you if you can turn a blind eye to that, and and that's not something that bothers you, then fuck you, because to me this is like the worst possible thing. Nazis are the worst possible people. My grandfather killed Nazis 70 plus years ago. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say yes. if if your grandfather was in better health, I was going to see if he could come on the show and see his views on it. And I, I almost threw him in my car and took him down to, to Charlottesville when this was happening. I figured he, he killed Nazis left and right 70 years ago. Maybe we need him to do it again because he has stories about him blowing German Messerschmitts out of the sky with human beings in them. And I just... That was the right thing to do. I mean, Nazis are the worst type of people. Anybody there may can, not be worse on it. You're no, right. There may not be worse. Anybody who can defend a Nazi, that, that's where I draw the line. I, I have I have no time for you. No time for you. We know people who've tried to defend Nazis, and that's it. I lose my temper. I can't. I can't do it. And for you to say, well, I don't agree with white supremacy, but you know. Trump this and Hillary was this and if you're on the same side as Nazis you're on the wrong side and I want to ask you a question if you saw that group of white supremacists alt-right KKK neo-Nazis whatever a mixture of all of these mixed together they were in their khakis and their white polos holding tiki torches yeah, fucking tiki torches of all things. I want you to, you know, obviously we don't have a scientific method to this, but if you were a gambling man and somebody took a pen and paper and asked individually each one of those people doing that, who did you vote for in the election? Who do you think the majority of those people voted for in the election? Well, I would assume for president of the Donald United States. Trump because they are right wing and they're not going to vote Correct. for Hillary. So. Correct. I'm wondering those where you're people, going with this. So. Those people support Donald Trump. And if you're someone who supports Donald Trump, but oh, not, not for the same reasons, then you're supporting the wrong person. I'm sorry. But if you're on the same side as Nazis, you're at on this the point, wrong yes. side. At this point, after, the wrong a, side. after the show. I I was never on the fence about Donald Trump, but I could understand why people still like Donald Trump up to this point. But after this Charlottesville incident and the president's reaction, the fact that it took him two days, took him two or three, it was like two or three days 
to come out and speak out against what these neo-Nazis and these KKK members did is deplorable. It's pathetic. But to add insult to injury, he came out again a few days later and he said, well, there was, you know, there was wrong on both sides. And the way he, tr- the, the only defense, I'm sorry, the only defense, not to, not to go into a Donald Trump hate ramp, but the only defense that he could give to the protesters on the right on the right wing side was, well, they had a permit and the other side didn't. So, you know, well, you know, who's wrong there at that point? That was literally the only defense he could give. That's like saying the 9-11 hijackers. Well, they bought airline tickets. Exactly. So. Like, that's like saying that. Like, and you have a here's the thing, though. Like, if you're somebody who's super in the military, who's super like, yeah, let's support the Republican president because he's, you know, I'm in the military and I'm super, I get that. You have a four-star general, a retired four-star general that was brought into the White House to try to get things, you know, organized and get things together. And he's not even in there a month. And already he's leave. He's leaving. He's you can see him in interviews when Donald Trump is talking. He's in the background just with his head down, just like in, in shame. Like he has actually come out and said, it's a fucking madhouse in there. Like it's a crazy, it, like I don't know how things get done. Nothing's getting done because it's insane in there. Like everybody, it, it's just, it's crazy. Like this is, and we're talking about a four star general saying there, that. There's a hurricane hitting Texas right now and he still has not approved a, a FEMA director. Like if, if, if after Charlottesville, after his response, where he didn't instantly, I don't even care if he's gonna if he's gonna sit there and you know be against the left wing that was on the other side of the protesters. If after he instantly didn't say KKK members and neo Nazis are bad, like if that whole thing, if you're not, if you're at that point still supporting Donald Trump, I can't argue with you at that point. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson had a. I heard him talking about this poor... He was talking about flat... Our boy. Our boy. He was talking about flat earthers. And he was talking about this one This one guy he had met, and he was talking about... He's like, well, you know, I, I'm not necessarily a flat earther, but, you know, you know, I'm not necessarily... Conv- or, no, he, it wasn't flat earther. He was talking about the moon landing. You know, there was an old conspiracy about, you know, we didn't land on the moon. We didn't actually go up there. It was a whole conspiracy thing. He was talking about that, and the guy was like, well, I'm not necessarily convinced about that. You know, I need some proof. And Neil deGrasse Tyson was pointing him to, like, you know, video evidence, records, things like that. And the guy was, like, literally saying, like, well, you know, that doesn't convince me. And he, like, he asked him, like, well, what would convince you? And he said some outlandish thing that Neil deGrasse Tyson couldn't, like, prove for him. Like, it was, like, either, like, take him up there or some bullshit like that. At that point, like, when he said that, he was like, well, I'm done debating you. Because there's nothing I can do to prove to prove it to you. There's nothing more I can do that can prove that we land on the moon, so I can't debate you. Like, we're done. Like, I'm not even going to have the conversation. And that's how I am with people that still support, still openly support Trump and everything he's all about at this point. Like, at, after this Charlottesville, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say that's going to change your mind, so I can't even debate you. I don't even want to say anything to you. You just, I'm going to take the Jimmy Kimmel approach, because after he had his monologue, he got, obviously, he's a public figure. He got hit on Twitter and Facebook. People coming to him, you know, saying like, oh my God, you're deplorable. Like, Jimmy Kimmel show is so horrible. You need to be taken off the air. You're just a, you're just a left wing, you know, you know, asshole who's just talking shit, doesn't know what he's talking about. Literally, his response to every single comment was, 
you are a stupid person. That's literally what he said. Like every single time he didn't argue with him, he just said, you are a stupid person. No matter what they said, if they, if they were talking shit on him, he was just like, you are a stupid person. I'm sorry. If you can defend President Trump, who I'm not going to say he defended him, but he tried to defend the right wings, uh, neo-Nazis and the KKK members, just because there was some of his people there. Um, you're a stupid person. You're a dumb person. I, I've said this before on the show, and I, I say it again. I, I really feel this way. I mean, maybe if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't know. I really feel that I have a good head on my shoulders, and, and I wouldn't be a hypocrite by saying this, but if if there was a president elected who was some crazy left-wing communist nut... I feel like I would honestly come out and say, hey, this guy's fucking crazy. And I'm a pretty liberal, progressive guy. But I don't care if the guy has a blue D next to his name. If he's being an idiot, I'm going to call out his bullshit. And I feel like I have a lot of friends who are conservative Republicans, but they're good people. They really are. And then Trump comes out of the woodwork, and they, like, support this shit. And I think to myself, you're not a bad person. You are not a white supremacist. Then why are you defending this guy for doing this asinine bullshit? You're better than this. And it made me think about something, Adam. Sports. Sports. I'm a huge sports fan. I'm a big fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will support... My Pittsburgh Steelers through everything and anything. No matter how many games they lose a season or how many games they win a season, I'm going to be a fan. If they go 0-16, I'm going to be a fan. If However many criminals they get on their team. If their quarterback rapes somebody, I'm still a fan because that's what you do. You stick with your team. People are doing that with politics. They are a True, tried and true, red Republican. And because that's what Donald Trump is, no matter what he does, they have to stand by him. That is not what you have to do. Politics is not sports. You don't have to blindly be a lemming and follow this person because, <clears throat> God damn it, your party says to. You don't need to well, do Well, here's the that. thing. His party isn't even saying to. Like, the Rep even the Republicans, like, he's lost so much support on... Obviously, he had no support on the Democrats, but he's lost so much support on the Republican side. And I applaud the few, Adam, the few Republicans that have come out against Trump. But it's nowhere near enough. By the way, when we say we applaud the few Republicans that have come out and say, we're not saying we applaud the few Republicans that say that have come out and said the Democrats are right. No, we say we applaud you for coming out despite the fact that your leader is Republican saying that he what he did was wrong. His response was wrong. What these people are doing is wrong. That's what we mean when we say it. it's not some liberal democratic agenda. I mean, people who think that are the same people that Jimmy Kimmel says is a stupid person. Yeah. You're not going to convince them. If they're I know, I know. If they're listening to us talk but right if now, I, they're but... MF. They're hate listening to us right now. And thanks for the thanks, thanks for the listen, bro. But uh, there's but, no way to convince them. But people. if I say it, I feel better. So... I just, I'm so over this. I hate Nazis, and I hate hating. Hate is such a terrible thing. But Adam, I do. I hate Nazis. They're the worst scum on the planet. 
The thing about if you still support Trump after what he said, remember this came out of the White House. Trump basically told his officials that when he came out after he made that fake, you know, against neo-Nazis and uh, KKK members, and then he came out and said, well, there's there's bad on both sides, blah, blah, blah. This. He basically came out and said uh, to his officials, like, I would much rather be considered a white supremacist than somebody who admitted he was wrong. Exactly. That's exact. That's what came out. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe it's not true. Maybe maybe an official from the White House is lying that he said that. It could be possible, but based on what I've seen and based on the fact that we all know Donald Trump is an ego and he can never be wrong about anything, even if you have the proof right in front of his face, he can never be wrong. I would believe that he said that. And I see the argument <clears throat> that the the Antifa people are people saying they're just as bad as the Nazis. No. No, they're fucking not. Are there bad people within the ranks of Antifa? Yes, Adam, there are. But I've been to rallies, I've been to marches, and I've seen the, the groups of the indivisible people, and I've seen the groups of the Antifa. I'm not a member of Antifa. I'm a member of other <coughs> other progressive groups that do demonstrations and edu- educations and demonstrations, but the Antifa people were there, and guess what? There was no riot. They didn't break windows. They didn't chant horrible, horrible terms against minorities. When you have something like this, there might be some people who infiltrate the ranks of the Antifa, but they're just hell-bent on on causing a riot. They're hell-bent on anarchy. That's their only goal. But they're not truly there for the reason that Antifa is. So are there bad people in Antifa? Sure there are. But I'd say the majority of them are good people that are just against fascism, which there was a whole war against fascism. So yes, we should be against fascism. On the other side of the coin, Trump is wrong. There are no good people in the alt-right. No good people. If you're a good person and you're standing next to the Nazi and the Ku Klux Klan member, then you should know, hey, maybe I should get the fuck out of here. Not even That's what a good person would do. And I'm not even going to say that's the first thing. The first thing you should do is you should tell these people, if you're not a white supremacist and you're standing next to a white supremacist, you should tell the people that are white supremacists, hey, get the fuck out of here. You're not part of it. Or, or start a new line. Start a new line. Have three picket lines. You got the white supremacists, have a triangle. You got the white supremacists, you got the leftists on the other side, and then you've got you guys in a third line that are chanting your own thing. But here's the thing. I, I don't know for sure about this. Fact check me on this, if you will. But I think the whole the whole demonstration in Charlottesville at the site of the Confederate Monument was organized by a white supremacist group. I th- I'm almost certain it was. It was on Facebook. A white supremacist group in Virginia set up this event And it spread like wildfire to white supremacist groups all over, including neo-Nazis, including skinheads, including the Ku Klux Klan, and they came to this. So if you're a, I'm using air quotes again, good person, and you think, oh, I'm going to go to this monument and march for this too, because I feel this monument should stay here, then if you found out about it through a white supremacy group, then you shouldn't fucking go if you're a good person. There's some of them that might not have found out until they got there. How would you find out about the event 
if you didn't hear they about might not know of they the the specific group might have a different name and it might not be a known group to them to be a white supremacy group and they might not have found out until they got there still when you got there you should have you should have probably like i said formed your own line or you know left but or told them to get out but like there's there's a lot of groups out there that have names you might not associate necessarily with if you if you're not knowledgeable. If, I, if I saw it, this like video. unless unless they say the KKK and neo Nazis you probably might not know. Them. I saw this video. It made it cracked me up. It showed this little scrawny 120 pound white kid wearing the white polo and the khakis and and somehow he got separated from his group and there was four black guys and masks that were like chasing him and they like had him cornered and he's like he's like no 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 don't hurt me don't hurt me he whips his shirt off takes his shirt off goes i'm not even a white supremacist he's like i just i just came here like i'm sorry like and they like left him alone they like walked away from him then because he's like i was just coming for for the for the ride i'm not even a white supremacist well there was a guy getting this on camera and the guy like walked away and the guy on camera followed him starts asking him questions turns out the guy was a fucking white supremacist. He just lied and said that so he didn't get his ass beat by these guys. That's that's funny. Yeah. The four guys that were chasing him though, that's they were also in the wrong too. Because that's just inciting violence at the same time. Oh, I that's what I just said. So, Absolutely. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. And I mean, by this point violence had already been had broken out on both sides. There was there was people attacking each other over both sides. I don't even know I know one person died. From, there, was a, there was a few cops too. Yeah, but they they had an, like a helicopter crash or something. That was that was just a horrible accident. A couple cops passed away, but there was one person. Murdered. I had heard that there was a couple cops that got killed in the in the ride. No, there wasn't. That's there was, what I heard. There was three people who died. Two of them were cops because their helicopter crashed. It was an accident, but there was one person murdered, and guess whose side she was on, and guess who she was murdered by. I'll give you one guess, because you only need it. She was on the left. He was on the right. Yes. He was also very mentally deficient, too. Like, he was... I, I would have to say that all those right people... Well, no, like, he was, like, legitimately... Right like, I guess he... From what I heard, he had, like, a lot of hardcore mental problems. Like, he sh- he should probably be in some kind of asylum. Like, he like he was actually has, like, some hard... And he just took it He just took it to the extreme. He's like, oh, I'm going to solve this problem. So... Well... So I got a theory before we, before we close the show out. I got a theory about Donald Trump, <clears throat> and my theory is this: during his campaign, he made a lot of big claims about how he was going to unite the country. He was going to unite everybody. He was going to unite the country. Everybody's going to be on the same side. Everybody was going to be, you know, everything was going to be better. Blah blah. This and that other thing. I got a theory. I don't necessarily believe this theory, but it's an interesting theory to think about. I think he was telling the truth when he said he was trying to unite the country. And I think everything that he's doing right now, for the most part, is that. Him trying to unite the country. Because when you think about it, you think about it, you are a leftist liberal Democrat. Guilty! How much would you love Mike Pence right now to be in the office? I... It pains me to say it, but I miss George Bush. I miss George. Right? Bush. Like I said what? it the other day. 
God, I would do anything to have old W back. And these that's, are that's really horrible for me to say. These are conservative Republicans. And did, did you know W came out uh, and spoke out against the white supremacy? He was real quick to sit there and say, come out with a statement saying, "This is deplorable. This is bullshit. Like this can't this can't exist." George W. Bush was a very bad president, but I don't think he's a bad person. Dick Cheney's a bad person, but I don't think W. Bush was a bad person. Trump's a horrible son of a bitch. If you okay. ever get if you ever get twenty minutes on your hands, take a look at Jimmy Kimmel's interview with George W. Bush. Um, I did not watch the whole thing, but I watched part like the first part of it. W is kind of an entertaining guy. He's kind of he's he seems like a kind of a guy we could have on the podcast and have a beer with. He kind of seems like that, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but here's my theory: is that he. Trump is doing exactly what he said he was going to do. He's uniting the country because he's being such a terrible, inconsiderate president that nobody likes to the point where Republicans and Democrats are coming together and saying, we got to get this guy out of here. We got to get somebody else in office. What are we going to do? We've got Democrats that are we got Democrats that are against Trump's health care plan. And we've got Republicans that are against Trump's healthcare plan. Well, we do know that Trump is a huge professional wrestling fan. He's been on the WWE many times. He's basically being a heel, is what you're telling yes, me. He's, he's, being, he's being a heel. He's okay. being he's being he's being he's being he's being Bob Kelso from Scrubs. <laughs> That's what he's being. And let me this this is the episode I thought about. There was an episode where during the Iraq War, there was a uh, soldier that was uh, a patient at the hospital. Uh, called Private Dancer. That's what his name is. His name was Private Dancer. And he had a head injury, and there was this big debate going on between a lot of the staff about the Iraq War. Some are for it, some are against it, some are saying we're trying to liberate the country. Other people were saying, no, it's just about oil. You know, it's, it's a worthless war. You know, our people are dying over there for nothing. And there was this big debate going on in the hospital, and it was affecting some of the patients. It was especially Dan- Private Dancer. And Bob Kelso took a shine to Private Dancer because they were both soldiers former soldiers and things like that and in the end kelso realized the only way to get these people to come back together to do their jobs again was to have somebody else they can both hate together so he uh there was a uh, coffee shop in the first floor of the hospital and he basically said from now on there are no more employee discounts except for me and uh Dr. Cox is like, well, why the hell are you doing that, Bob? And he basically looked at him and said, because I can. Like being an asshole about it. And he walked away. And everybody stopped talking about the Iraq War and came together in their mutual hatred for Bob Kelso. And that's that's a theory that I have is that Donald Trump watched, he binge watched Scrubs before the, before the presidency. And he saw that episode and he's like, that's what I'm going to be for the country. That's a fine theory, Adam. It's a fine theory. It's a fine I, theory. I don't necessarily, like I said, I don't necessarily believe it, but I could believe it. Well, it's a good theory. I think it's bullshit. I think <laughs> the guy is just a fucking horrible human being, if you can call him a human being. But I like I like hearing other sides. Yes. So now for the for those of you that say that's that's a bullshit theory, he's he's a great human. He's a he he understands the working man. He understands what I'm going through, and he's trying to help me. I want you to remember this about the man that you call the president, the man that understands the working man, your troubles. He understands everything and you're going through and he wants to help you. His penthouse, literally, if you can look this up, it is fact. It's not fake news. It is fact. 
is literally a solid gold door with diamonds embedded into it. I want you to remember that. His penthouse door, this front door to his house, is literally solid gold with diamonds embedded into it. Just remember that. So this was a topsy-turvy show, I guess you would call it. We had we started out strong on a high note, and then we had to we had no choice but to go on the low note and talk about it because I feel like as people that I wouldn't say we're in the media. I wouldn't say we're journalists, but I would say we're on the spectrum. So I would say we had to discuss it. It was it was important. We had to talk about it at least once. We we talk about everything. We don't talk about one thing, so it was required. For our millions and millions of listeners at home, they wanted to they wanted to hear our thoughts on this. I mean nobody Nobody likes to do dirty laundry, but you have to do it. So yes. this was our dirty laundry episode. A couple of generic assholes just doing some dirty laundry. So we apologize if, if you stuck it through and you found this hard to listen to, but it needed to be done. It needed to be said. Now that it's said and done, we can move on. Yes. Scott. Yes, sir. How can the people get a hold of Fourier Distraction? Oh, I'm glad you said that, Adam. Um, there's a lot of You know, I'm glad ways. to. You can find us on any of our social media avenues. We are on Facebook. You can search for Fourier Distraction on Facebook. You can like us on there. We put all kinds of fire dank memes up there. And if you're lucky enough, you might get a comment on one of your photos. We are also on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter, or you can tweet us at PodcastFYD. You can listen to the show a whole bunch of different ways. We are on SoundCloud. You can search for For Your Distraction on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to us on there, or on iTunes. Search for For Your Distraction on iTunes. Subscribe to us, follow us there. You can also write us a little review and rate us. That would be great. Um, we are a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. So if you go to www.brelnetwork.com, we are featured right there on the website, which is pretty gnarly. Um, there's a couple other ways. The Movie Guys podcast. Yes. How can how can people listen to us on there? Um, Podbean, right? Yes, Podbean, uh, Movie Guys. You search Movie Guys Podcast on Podbean. You can, uh, we're on there. That's their just general uh, hub, I guess you would say, for the Be Real Network. Um, iTunes, obviously, you said. Um, by the by, for the people that don't know, uh, I was on one of the Movie Guys Podcast episodes a few episodes ago. We talked about it, one of their Game of Thrones review episodes. They were doing a thing this season where literally after every single Game of Thrones episode, they record an episode, and within a day or two, they uploaded it. Uh, just their quick review. I should be on, if things go to plan, I should be on the season finale of Game of Thrones. Uh, they want me to come back on, so I'm going to come back on. I'm going to talk about it. It's going to be fucking fire as shit. But it's going to be fire and ice fire and ice it's gonna be great we didn't get a chance to talk about the last episode of game of thrones um just know we fucking loved it it was amazing um not gonna go into spoilers but i 
can't wait. I cannot wait for... I'm actually happy that the season is ending tomorrow night because I start class soon. I'm going to be ridiculously busy and tired, so I won't have to worry about focusing any time on Game of Thrones. I could focus it all on class. It'll be a nice way to end my free time before I'm dead for the next three years. So I'm rocking half a chub until the, the season finale airs. So. I heard... A uh, buddy of mine told me, uh, Ed from the Movie Guys podcast, yeah. he told me uh, he had heard that the last season that they're doing is going to be, every episode is going to be feature length. It's going to be like an hour and a half, every single episode. But because it's going to, they're doing feature length, it might take them a lot longer to record those episodes and film them. So we might not see a new season until 2019. I heard about well, that. And this is what I told him. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're, you were, you look, you had the most I, disappointed I look. That. I didn't hear that, but I'm okay with it because people are giving Game of Thrones shit because of some of like the continuity stuff. Like, how the hell can somebody get clear across Westeros and get up north of the wall that fast? You know, the, I'm like, because they don't have enough fucking time, okay? We want to see this happen. We don't want to see them walk. Forever, okay? So just deal with the whole time travel bullshit and don't bitch, okay? <laughs> That's how I feel. Well, how fast can dragons fly? How the hell can they get there? I'm like, I don't fucking care about that. I just want them there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that little rant, okay? The way the way I put it was, I'm for it. If we have to wait till... T- basically, what you're saying is, give us two years and we're going to give you six Game of Thrones movies, that's basically what they're saying. If they're talking feature-length episodes, you're basically like telling us, give us till 2019, you're going to get six Game of Thrones movies. Five or six movies. I'm like, I'm all in. Take your two years. Take your two years. Give me give me some movies. That's what I'm going to say. It'll give me a couple years to binge watch uh, all the other seasons so I can refresh myself, and I'll be it'll be good. That's a long time for me to be rocking a bobo. <laughs> till I get my my series finale. That's, that's dangerous, man. You gotta go to the hospital for that. Beer of the show, Adam. Yes, beer of the show. We want to thank the Avery Brewing Company for the Lily Koi Capola, uh, Boulder, Colorado. It is. It was. I, I enjoyed it. You didn't like it as much. That's fair enough. It's fine. Um, Usually, it's the other way around for us. Yes, it is. Um, I liked it. I like me a fruity beer. I like me fruity drinks, so bring them on. Let's bring it back to you, Mo. 